This is Bob's World. Good morning, I'm Bob Welch, and this is St. Patrick's Day. Some background on this day in a minute. Those of you hearing this in podcast form will be able to do so without commercial interruption from now on, but if you like what you hear each morning, I encourage you to donate just a little to help ensure this feature continues. You won't be hearing this appeal every single morning, but go to anchor.fm slash bobwelch slash support for ways to donate. St. Patrick's Day is celebrated annually on March 17, the anniversary of his death in the 5th century. The Irish have observed this day as a religious holiday for over a thousand years. On St. Patrick's Day, which falls during the Christian season of Lent, Irish families would traditionally attend church in the morning and celebrate in the afternoon. Lenten prohibitions against the consumption of meat were waived, and people would dance, drink, and feast on the traditional meal of Irish bacon and cabbage. St. Patrick, who lived during the 5th century, is the patron saint of Ireland and is its national apostle. Born in Roman Britain, he was kidnapped and brought to Ireland as a slave at 16. He later escaped but returned to Ireland and was credited with bringing Christianity to its people. In the centuries following Patrick's death, believed to have been on March 17 in the year 461, the mythology surrounding his life became ever more ingrained in the Irish culture. Perhaps the most well-known legend of St. Patrick is that he explained the Holy Trinity, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, using the three leaves of a native Irish clover, the shamrock. Since around the 9th or 10th century, people in Ireland have been observing the Roman Catholic feast day of St. Patrick on March 17. The first St. Patrick's Day parade took place not in Ireland, but in America. Records show that a St. Patrick's Day parade was held on March 17, 1601, in a Spanish colony in what is now St. Augustine, Florida. The parade and a St. Patrick's Day celebration a year earlier were organized by the Spanish colony's Irish vicar, Ricardo Artur. More than a century later, homesick Irish soldiers serving in the English military marched in New York City March 17, 1772 to honor the Irish patron saint. Enthusiasm for the St. Patrick's Day parades in New York City, Boston, and other early American cities only grew from there. Over the next 35 years, Irish patriotism among American immigrants flourished, prompting the rise of so-called Irish aid societies like the Friendly Sons of St. Patrick and the Hibernian Society. Each group would hold annual parades featuring bagpipes, which actually first became popular in the Scottish and British armies, along with drums. In 1948, President Harry S. Truman attended New York City's St. Patrick's Day Parade, a proud moment for many Irish Americans whose ancestors had to fight stereotypes and racial prejudice to find acceptance in the new world. You noticed at the start that I said the celebratory meal involved Irish bacon and cabbage, not corned beef. The corned beef tradition started in cities like New York and Montreal because... As largely recent immigrants, the Irish tended to live not far from where our many Jewish friends tended to live. Neither could afford the highest quality of meat, and so the same cuts of beef were purchased, and many times from the exact same stores. 
So if you mark this St. Patrick's Day by having your corned beef on rye instead of with cabbage, you would be making a better connection with the origins of why this meat is served on St. Patrick's Day. People of different origins getting together over food, that's something worth celebrating. Bob's World for this St. Patrick's Day, Friday, March 17, 2023. I'm Bob Welch. Make it a great day, and I'll see you on the smartphone.